Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, uh, or, I guess, uh, fighting other shitty teens this time. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Eric. Howdy. Uh, we've got Emily. Yo. And we've got Luke. I think you'll find the teen is the real monster. (laughs) The real monster I mean, is the friends we make along the way. The real monster is teenagers. I won't fight you on that, <laughs> right? really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> can you really argue? What I what I hate about this is that by the end of the show, he's not a monster, and it ruins everything we liked about the, that part in the sh- in the first time we saw him. But for mm-hmm. no reason, really. I mean, we'll yeah. talk about it. Uh, but I realized as I give my gave my order that I actually should have saved Eric for last since he's our guest this episode. Nope, um, nothing's happened. Okay. <laughs> 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 that's Thanks, good. Okay, well, Eric, has anything else happened with you that that's not Power Rangers related since last time you've been on that you'd like to talk about? <laughs> no. Okay. <great. laughs> Well, we'll we'll move on then. Uh, It's a bummer that um, Mike is missing this episode uh, because I've decided to bring back uh, a a fun new um, or a fun old friend of a segment that I created and he had no part in. More fact news. More fact news. That would have been funnier if I could say it. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Stealing my boyfriend's shit. I'll kill you. (laughs) No, it's just a talking about things. Talking about things. I have a couple that we're going to go through pretty quickly here. Um, the oh, man, first... I can't just yell at Eric to add things in this time because he's here. You can. You can. He can just I mean, tell you, you still no. Can. No, no, then I have to face the consequences directly <laughs> in a way that I'm not comfortable with. He could just be like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And I don't want to hear that. 
Um, so, so we've got a couple things to go over real quick. Uh, the first one is, um, so the Power Rangers fighting game came out. It's been pretty fun. Uh, I haven't, we haven't really gotten as many people as we wanted to be able to kind of get like a little tournament together. And Listen, maybe we, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I can get it eventually. But yeah, and we we might mm-hmm. still be able to because it does seem like they're going to support it. Um, I do. What want I will. It. What I will say is the release schedule for this game is nuts because they put out a press release today, the day we're recording this, April thirtieth, uh, saying like, "Hey, um, there's an update today that adds a, a fully voice, voiced story mode written by Kyle Higgins, the writer what? on the comic." Like, I have to wonder, why not just wait a couple weeks to put the video game out? I know, it doesn't now make sense. Now I really want to get it, because I want to play uh, that story mode. <laughs> the general theory is that they tried to push it out the door before it was done to get it out before Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, I guess that kind of makes sense. It does, but, like, I feel like two weeks or three weeks early isn't... I don't think that's going to do much for you. Like... People were waiting so... Fighting game people were, like, watching trailers they put out, Mortal Kombat put out every day, basically, waiting for that game to come out. It just doesn't... It makes sense, but I don't think it worked, obviously. And uh, what happened was the people that were looking at it, like, there was a giant bomb quick look. There were a couple other things, and people all basically said, like, this is neat, but there's not enough here. So yeah. now they're adding it in after, which is cool. And there sure. will be um, another quick look. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, they kind of fucked that up. Maybe. So, so yeah. Well, like, there won't be. There won't be one. Like, they won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they added that. They also added uh, the, the characters we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, the, the movie Blue Ranger. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other ones. The alien one is not Billy. Yeah, uh, the the yeah the one who's not Billy, uh, uh, Trini in that battle armor, and oh, and Mystic uh, Mystic Force White. So they added three new characters, um, and four stages. Which this this uh, like Power Rangers now put out this little release, and literally the day it's coming out, we're like, we don't know what the stages are. They haven't told what? us. Yeah, <laughs> like. What are you doing? Yeah, why are you putting it out so hot? It's kind of crazy. Um, like, because the the people that m- developed this game seem like they cared about it, like being a good game, and like, yes. sure, it's budgety, but you know, hey, seems like the people behind like marketing this game just wanted to fuck yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nuts. I, I I get the feeling they're a very bare bones team over there, which like, sure, I get it, but. Yeah, that they they also got um Dave Fielding. You said his voice. Did they get like Jason David Frank and shit or like There you go. So, they got <laughs> Jason David Frank, which, you know, you could just yell Power right. Rangers and he'll show up. But they also got Austin St. John. Have we not hey! gotten him as a guest yet? I, we should I ask. don't know. We I have should. a video that Eric got me uh, yeah. saying nice things to me, which was cool. I, okay, uh, I, will, I will say that we could... We it could just pre- seems like, and this is going to lower our chances of getting him as a guest, <laughs> it seems like that dude doesn't have a ton going on. He's not going to listen to the... Okay, like, I, I guarantee you we could get him on. Whatever we could get him on for free, I can't say. We yeah, probably true. have yeah. to pay him. There was that... <laughs> there was a hardtimes.net article that was like... 
guy who plays Green Ranger makes life out of being the guy who was the Green Ranger. Yeah, it's really good. And it's kind of mean, but it's also not wrong. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so they got uh, Austin St. John also, which is pretty cool. Uh, They got David Fielding, like Eric said, uh, and Kerrigan Mahan, who's Goldar. Um, Fuck yeah. That's pretty cool. And another important person. Uh, Megan Camarana, who is Hyperforce Pink. Yeah. Uh, which is, I don't think that character's in the game. No, so. she is voicing Kimberly. Oh, okay. That's cool. I like that. Um, Megan uh, Camarana, is that Vesper? Eric? No, that is Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Okay. Uh, all right. My bad. I got it. Whatever happened up. with that, like. I think it was a TV show that Amy Jo Johnson was trying to make about being, like, a weird, like, not a child star, but, like, it's a star on a children's show. Still then, like, it. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I wonder if that of, ever, like, happened. We were recently talking about, like, hey, did that movie that had all the Power Rangers actors in it come out? And the answer is no. It hasn't come out yet. So, like, I, some See, of those projects. See, if you look it up, hold on, because I thought it said, like, 2017 film. The Order no. Movie 2017. Well, they, they, that's when they announced the Kickstarter. I don't think they okay. even started filming till this year. It says initial release 2017. Are you sure that's not a different movie called The Order? I guess I don't know for sure. Because <laughs> I haven't been able to find anything. Last I heard, they had not put it out yet. And then there was an article saying, oh, they may have actually guessed that trump would get elected which oh yeah odd. i saw that too on like comic book or dot com or something where i guess that it's about that's kind of the plot is that it's i don't know an well, idiot like okay so like austin st john's wikipedia page it, on his filmography it says 2017 the order okay i mean so maybe it got I, released at like film festival yeah because i can't find something? it anywhere so like i don't know i don't know yeah, i don't <laughs> know the answer um, maybe it's just a yeah. ghost movie. So some of that stuff, those projects that maybe haven't been around. So I don't know. Um, yeah, that's cool. There's some new modes. Yeah. Uh, you you telling me that there's a story mode that's voiced makes me really want the game now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm before I was check- like, oh, I'll get this eventually. But now I'm like, fuck, I need to get this. Yeah. Okay, I'm very <laughs> confused because as I just said, Austin St. John's Wikipedia page says that, that he was in the movie The Order in 2017. IMDb says that The Order is still in pre-production. See, I think that's when the 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 Kickstarter happened. Weird. 2017. Okay. So and I don't they know. have done some filming, so. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. That's weird. But, but that's cool. Um, the movie's become ha- unstuck in time. Yes. Uh, much like, you know... Yeah, let's now let's start theory crafting for the sh- the fucking movie itself. Oh, I thought you were about to make a Zordon joke. <laughs> oh well, yes, much like Zordon, it's become unstuck in time. There you go. I know they Thank said you. it has going to have nothing to do with like Power Rangers or whatever. It's going to have stars from Power Rangers in it. What if it was just a prequel to like Power Rangers, but like like a- like 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 a like a backdoor prequel with, with the very end. It's all like, Oh, we found a, a, a guy in a tube. <laughs> well, cause I think it's about like secret, like government organizations, fi- like backstabbing each other. It could totally at the end. It's like, there's a, they're fighting over a briefcase the whole time. And then it's like a power the briefcase. Is, yeah. Power. That, that doesn't seem likely. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> um, 
So I would that's just love one, it if it was the case. <laughs> that's my that's my first thing. Uh, my second one that I wanted to go over is uh, some Power Rangers Twitter beef that I mostly just find very funny. Uh, but it's not, though it's not really funny. So basically, Blake Foster, who played Justin oh, yeah. in Power Rangers Turbo, uh, got on his Instagram and talked about how he thought, like, the new uh, Gold Ranger in uh, uh, Power Rangers Beast Morphers looked like a huge nerdy dorko and, and right. shouldn't be the, the Gold Ranger. The, the, the guy that played the biggest dorko ranger yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, in the like, history of the franchise. Coming from the guy who played the little <laughs> shitty kid. like. <laughs> Listen, I get it, buddy, because Turbo's the best series of all time and everyone gives it a bad rap. But <laughs> but it's it's just funny that like so essentially in his his post he said like I feel like the the gold ranger should stick out and and like stand out among amongst the other rangers and then he doesn't stand out and then he calls him a quote level 7 weenie which <laughs> seems pretty shitty <laughs> I mean uh, honestly though pretty funny burn <laughs> Listen, not a nice thing to say about an actor on a show you've been on. You should be more professional than that. But I kind of like him. Level seven weenie. Yeah. Um, So getting Rangers on the show. What's what's he doing? Yeah. All the other Power Rangers outlets probably mad at him right now. What what do you got to lose? Yeah, I think in the follow-ups, he may have used a homophobic slur. Oh, well, and no. then, uh, Disregard everything, then. Challenged yeah. one of the other rangers to uh, tell him what he had to say face-to-face at a con. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so it went from, right, like, well, out-of-touch uh, <sighs> weird comment to, like, oh, so this guy's a I huge douchebag. I just rode bag. a roller coaster. Yeah. Looks, <laughs> looks like this guy's a level nine weenie. <laughs> Like, this guy went from being my favorite person involved in Power Rangers to I hate him. <laughs> it was pretty quick. So, yeah, um, the guy in question, the Gold Ranger and Beast Morphers uh, is kind of their lab tech. Uh, okay. And the, he has big Coke bottle glasses. Like, he is intentionally dressed like kind of a dork. That's the right. whole point. Um, I like it. I mean, like, like the love, the the quote unquote six ranger of Ninja Storm was similar. Yeah, like he was their tech guy, and I liked that idea. Like, yeah, that could have been Billy, but it wasn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the 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 other thing that's the the follow up to this that's nice is basically the entire like Power Rangers social media. Uh, you know, community. Yeah, just immediately went after this guy and was like, "Hey, that's not fucking cool. Like, don't, don't do that." And yeah. and all messaged uh, the actor Abraham Rodriguez and said, "Like, you're awesome, and we're glad to have you as as the Gold Ranger." Yeah, and that again, that's so. good. Regard, like, first of all, fuck off uh, if he's a homophobe. Uh, but like, even even setting that aside, while I'm tickled by the dumb insult. That's not an okay thing to say it, to like a just, young actor. It's straight up cyberbullying, basically. It's just a, like, it's, yeah, it's an unkind way to be. Even if the way he was unkind was funny, until he was a homophobe, and I hate him. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, that's kind of an interesting thing. It's nice to see the the community kind of coming together and and um, saying like, no, that's not acceptable. I like and, how his uh, uh, wiki article got updated, so it was like. Along with these other Power Rangers actors, he is ostracized by the Power Ranger fan community because of this, like a, like a minute after it happened. 
Wait, what are the other ostracized Power Rangers actors? Um, <laughs> well, one of them, but I recall, was the guy who murdered his roommate. That'll oh, sure. That's yeah. a good one. I like uh, how he's compared to that guy. fun season to cover. <laughs> There was I, the. I can't wait to spend a year or more of my life talking about a murderer. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. I was gonna say I don't remember which series it was, but like the mentor from that series, a New Zealand actor, uh, ended up going to jail for relationships with a minor. Okay, uh, great. So yeah, Master so there's some. D, I want to say. Oh, yeah, Master G, G, yeah. Oh, that guy. So there's guy. some good, good reasons. And then there was that guy uh, who, from, uh, oh, God, Overdrive, who stole a banner from a charity event. Okay, what, what? was the charity? Oh, I remember I that. I don't remember. Does Is there a charity that makes that okay, Luke? I mean, there <laughs> might be, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know until you said it. What if it was a fundraiser for the Daughters of the Confederacy? Yeah, exactly. Maybe sure, he's a okay. hero. Yeah, fair enough. I do not know the charity. I couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird thing to do, though. Steal a banner. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird call either way. So there you go. There's my main... Oh, I'm sorry. I do have one last uh, talking about things. Um, I I just got this in the mail. Uh, Luke, why have yeah. you sent me a check for $20 in the, that in the memo, it says, see Sonic, you, uh, oh. and then like some things I don't want to repeat here. Coward. Uh, Let's just go with coward. See Sonic I, the Hedgehog, you coward. Okay. Well, I reject the premise of this fiction. I never agreed to pay you to see this movie <laughs> I, okay. because we talked about, we all, I, I said we needed to do a bonus episode about the Sonic movie. <laughs> To which Mike said, well, there's not a, like, decent-sized movie theater near me. I'd have to take a bus. It'd be expensive. And I said, Mike, shut up. I will pay for your bus fare to get you to see this movie. We're doing it. Are you going to pay for my ticket? Because, like, I could use that. Listen, we'll talk, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, I got mine. It's fine. All right. Uh, so we watched the, yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer came out. Yeah. It's so bad. Oh, oh my God. God. I... I am torn between being disgusted by it and being like, hell yeah, I'm disgusted oh, by it. Okay, <laughs> like, my, my opinion on it is that if it was the original Sonic design, I'd be like, yeah, this looks like a dumb movie that I would yeah. probably enjoy. But because it's the design's so bad. Like, it's, it's a bad so design. Bad. <laughs> it's like this, this, you know the what? scene where he's stretching before running is like horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, though. Here's, here's where I'm starting to land on it. Yeah, it's awful. It's a bad design. I don't think Sonic deserves a good design. Fuck you. <laughs> Sonic's awesome. Here's the, that's here's, never been true. Here's the Fuck thing. Fuck you. It's always I, been true. Emily, I love He's Sonic the Hedgehog. cool. I love mm. Sonic the Hedgehog. I do. But I, just besides the design, yeah. I actually think that trailer kind of nails Sonic. Yeah, because that's what I kind of said was like because I, I, Sonic is lame. Like that's yeah, he's he's lame in a very enjoyable '90s edgy way. Yeah, to me personally, but yeah. like people were like, "Why is it? Why is the music Gangsters Paradise?" And I was like, "Cause it's Sonic the Hedgehog. He's 1994 cool." Yeah, like, but that's not lame in the way that Sonic's lame. That's a weird music choice. Other no, than no, it's like, the 90s. What, what, what I said on Twitter was that like. That's something someone would make as a joke, like a joke fan Sonic trailer. Yes, and that like, is true. And yeah. then it would have Gangster's Paradise, and they just, they just did it. 
That's not good for them, I guess. The other other really funny joke I saw was, or not joke, but just observance, was there's a scene in that trailer where James Marsden, uh, who plays his human sidekick, is in in the car driving while Sonic the Hedgehog sits next to him. And someone was like, why does this look so familiar? And it's because James Marsden was also in the Peter the Rabbit movie <laughs> where there's a CG Peter the Rabbit and there is literally the exact same scene. That's oh, incredible. my God. Does Peter <laughs> Rabbit say he's going to save their, his world? I don't know. No, the, the Peter Rabbit movie, I watched the trailer for it because I liked Peter Rabbit as a young young child. Well, yeah, everyone did. Sure. Yeah. Uh but like it was all about him throwing like a house party at the farmer's house. Of and course, can't it get caught. was. <laughs> um, yeah, Jim Carrey looks fine. He kind of looks. I. It's funny because I thought he looked fine as Eggman, and then at the end they show yeah. like his, his mustache, like all frayed, like quote unquote right. real Eggman. All giant. I, yeah, I, I liked how real Eggman looks a lot. Actually, I, I'm totally I, fine with how real Eggman looks. I thought it looked fine. Yeah, I mean, listen, Jim Carrey's the the part of that movie. I was gonna say best part. I don't think that's the right word. No. <laughs> part of the movie I think that looks the most interesting, let's say. I think Ben um, Schwartz is doing a good job as Sonic the Hedgehog. That's Sure. I mean, Ben I, Schwartz is honestly kind of my dream casting for that, so. The other thing I love about that is that uh, there's a part where Jim Carrey is holding what appears to be one of Sonic's quills. Yeah. And it looks fucking nothing like the Sonic character. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like here's our CG guy and then we have an actual real prop that's a quill and it doesn't match at all whatsoever, which is very I mean, funny to me. Well, the thing about the quills that like uh, kind of annoyed me and I kind of made a, a bit of a joke about it too on Twitter is that Sonic has a speed force in this movie. Like, why the fuck does he have lightning following him? Like, I, it feels like they watched The Flash and they were like, I guess this is how speedsters work. Oh, I mean, do you want me to tell you? Because I'm pretty sure I know. Yes, Why? please. He's going to be all powered up by the Chaos Emeralds. And he, they've established in this movie that Sonic is some kind of space alien. Because uh, he's like, I have to save your world. Or at least like a dimensional well, alien they, 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 or they, something. They show him use a warp ring in the trailer. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be that like, oh, he has all his speed power because of the Chaos Emeralds. And he's going to like, like the... Like low point of the movie is oh he's he's out of chaos power and he's got to like get back to Mobius or whatever, and that's why he's all like electrified. And I'm guessing, like Jim Carrey electrocutes himself on that porcupine quill. I think that is going to start a mutation that leads to him becoming the full on Eggman by oh, the fuck end. Fuck off! I hate. You. I love. <laughs> that's the thing though. I didn't like the fact that you see him with a normal mustache and then the Eggman mustache means that at some point there's going to be an origin for his mustache. <laughs> a mustache growth sequence. Yeah, which is very silly. <laughs> which Mike was saying he thinks that's just going to be the post credit stinger. I think that's also possible, but I'm guessing that's the third act twist. Is that? Oh, now Eggman has the same kind of power that Sonic does. How will our Earth ever be saved? Another thing yeah. um, Michael mentioned to me, I think you saw someone else say on Twitter or something, but you saying that, like, Eggman's going to be the next, like, one slur? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people, anyone's going to be hot like for Eggman. Did you think people, did you think people were going to be hot for the one slur when you saw it? I, I mean, I didn't see it until people were hot for him, <laughs> but fair point, I guess. <laughs> I, that's that's still a weird one to me. 
Like I get <laughs> Loki a weird one to everybody. And like like I get the other like villain crushes, but boy, that's a weird If you don't if friends, if you don't know what we're talking about, and I wouldn't br- blame you, um for some reason Twitter slash uh Tumblr, Tumblr. got horny. It was a Tumblr the, thing, way more. For yeah. the villain from uh what's that the, what's Lorax. That? the Lorax. I don't know why that happened. I'm he has a still musical number sure. in the song because he's like a bad guy and he's got like cool goggles, cool and you know quotes. Uh, but he's got a musical number that has a flashback to when he was a good guy when he was a younger man. And Tumblr got very into drawing uh, once their self cessed fan art for about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> not not a super long. Where the time. good onceler and the evil onceler fucked. And Can smooched. I say what though? Not a super long time. Two weeks longer than I would have thought, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. All right, that's the things. Uh, let's move on to the episode. This is Power Rangers Zio. So excited for that dumb movie. Yeah, me too. Season one, episode 26, Game of Honor. Uh, and we have to talk about the intro already because Adam is running away from some ninjas. Not evil, like... Space ninjas, not like you know putties, not not anything else. Just ninjas, just regular ninjas, as well as regular, I guess, as ninjas can get. What's um, the problem? I yeah. so so I I don't remember this episode. I got pretty excited. I was like, wait, is this going to be Adam fights ninjas for some reason? Like it doesn't have anything to do with anything else. I knew immediately what it was. Yeah, I feel dumb for being tricked. Uh, but, but like, Adam fights a bunch of ninjas for a while. It's one of the best fight sequences we've gotten a long time. Um, it it would have been cool if this was like a meteor res and we like caught up to how he fought ninjas, but it's not what happens. Yeah, because Johnny mm-hmm. Bosch is like good. He's really good at, at fighting and we don't get to see him do it that much. Uh, so, like, it, this was a lot of fun. Um, he fights him for a little while, and then he runs away, uh, and he kind of lands next to this, like, little golden cog-looking thing, uh, and then the ninjas unmask, and it's the other Power Rangers. Yeah. Oh, thank I- goodness, they're just ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eric. And, and and he's like, um, they're all like, oh, th- bet you're ready for that Kung Fu tournament now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the Kung Fu tournament. I'm sure there'll be a section that involves running through the woods fighting four other people. <laughs> I have so many questions. Like, did they just miss their ninja powers? Why why did they have to dress up this way to do this? I don't Wouldn't understand. Wouldn't it be better if they fought him with Kung Fu instead of ninjutsu? Yeah, you'd think so. If it's a if it's a kung fu tournament, you'd think they should use some kung fu. But yeah, I mean, it's it, he it's gives a lot of unnecessary the... training because he trains with a sword later, which is a thing in kung fu. But it, but then you actually have a tournament. There's no weapons, so like, I guess he was yeah. just having fun. <laughs> it's the whole thing is very strange. I don't understand why they did this. They've never done it before. They probably won't ever do it again. But whatever. Uh, they. We got a cool like, fight out of it, and it was amusing, so whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and at the end of it, uh, I mean, congrats to Adam, but I feel bad for the Pokemon trainer that lost their gym badge. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, uh, so yeah, he's got this cog, 
And he's like, uh, they're, they're all like, what is this? It's weird I wonder if this weird golden cog has nothing to do with the machine empire we're fighting. It's covered in cogs. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky says, for five bucks, I'll eat it. <laughs> Rocky said uh, it about everything. Yeah, yeah it's not special. <laughs> that's just, he's that friend. Rocky, is, yes, totally. Rocky is always the guy who's like, how much would you dare me to eat this whole thing of nacho cheese? Nothing. I mean, he just does it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they take it. Yeah, I was going to do it anyway. They take it, they take it back to the power chamber. Um, we cut up to the uh, uh, the moon base where Clank is like, well, our plan's fucked already. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, Orbis is like, well, that wouldn't be the first time. Ha ha. Because Orbis is a card. Uh, and... King Mondo yells at them, and essentially the idea is they're using these little, uh, I don't know, like cloaking generators, which literally just look like gears. Like, they're not complicated machines. Uh, I mean, they have a theme, these guys. They want to keep with that. Yeah, that's true. They Mm -hmm. are cog-based. And they are using them to cloak an area in the forest and build... An armada of spaceships. I have a question. Yeah. Don't you already have one of those? Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, they're making it specifically for Sprocket, maybe, is what it is. Like, because they're saying how proud they are of Sprocket. And, like, she goes, like, Sprocket is our first built son, which I liked that little confirmation that they don't fuck uh, to make their (laughs) children. (laughs) Are you glad because that pretty much confirms metal milk? Oh, yeah, no, it, it does I, no such thing. I am no. Listen, I I am pro metal milk. Of course you are. <laughs> what no. does that mean? You're so full. Well, listen, <laughs> Fuck off. they build this, but they build him small, and then they have to give him the metal milk to make him grow. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. I, I don't agree. understand. <laughs> so anyway, um, we've got. Uh, they're like, yeah, as soon as the fleet of ships is uh, is ready, um, our, uh, you're going to sail all these ships and blow up everything. And that's fine. I just still don't understand why they need a second fleet. Maybe they know he's going to fuck up, so they won't let him have the first they, fleet. They, they, they want him to build his own fleet. Okay. It's, 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 like, a, it's a building character experience. It's a training fleet. Uh, Do the ships need metal milk? Uh, no, that's sh- dumb. They're not. I alive. mean, if They're you ships. build the sh- if you build Idiots. the ships small, you could feed them metal milk, and then they would get big. I don't see why that wouldn't work. No, no, it has to, it has to be a sentient robot. Why? You actually have to get the metal milk out of them, and that's how you get it in the bottle. Because boats don't oh, have God. mouths, mil- Zach. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So you milk <laughs> the ships. Eric, and then that's how the metal milk happens. Wait, 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 wait! If the if the rule is that they have to have mouths, what if it's just like a department store mannequin made out of metal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, metal mannequin. Yeah, I mean, there's um, two reasons it doesn't work. Mannequins don't have mouths, and two, they do. they're not made of metal. No, but he did. They have a thing that's carved in their face that looks like a mouth. It cannot that open. Seems like you're being really normative about mouths. <laughs> the trick for the what? trick to make the a <laughs> mannequin grow is to put the enchanted necklace on them. Yes, of course. Yeah. You've got to put the hat on it to, to bring it to life. And then you can feed it milk. Today's and then it special. gets big. 
Yep. Uh, and so... you have to be Andrew McCarthy. No, listen, uh-huh. guys. We already established they're not made of metal. You have to give them plastic milk. Uh, that's way no, worse no, for me. You're not allowed to be <laughs> upset by that. For some, for you some go re- right to hell. For some reason, that's way worse for me, and I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, maybe because it's not alliterative, so it's, I find it grosser for some reason. So anyway, we cut to the power chamber. I'm commission fan art of that mega milk girl, but I'm going to like have her redrawn as Queen Machina. <laughs> Please. That's uh, awesome. Well, now I'm not going to. <laughs> maybe I'll draw it and just show you up. So, um... Billy puts this cog in a machine. It looks like he puts it in a popomatic trouble device, and uh, he pushes some Billy buttons. Billy just starts pressing it down, and the cog's, like, flying around in that. He's like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> He's just, like, what does your analysis say, Billy? What? No, this is just... The this analysis is thing says I do. trouble. Yeah, it says trouble. <laughs> um, so... He says the, uh, or Alpha says the medallion is not made from any elements found on Earth. And Zordon says, well, I mean, it's from the Machine Empire. Obviously. I've waited for you guys to do that, but also, like, I knew this. (laughs) (laughs) You should know this, too. It's basic logic. (laughs) Um, uh, Billy says the computer also shows that it produces high levels of, of radiant energy, which... I don't. I guess radiant energy is just anything that radiates, but also it no, seems no, like I, maybe it, it, okay. Radiant means light, so like it does okay. Yeah, it's like light. Like, it, I mean, like at at, ver- at the very least in D and D, there's radiant okay. damage, right? I forgot so like, about that. Yeah, yeah, sure. and that's light damage. So like this, and and, and they we learned that they're cloaking. Stuff okay, so, so kind of makes sense, actually. I, uh, I, mean, I will I tell you though that light. It. I will tell you though that light is also just radiation, so they still probably shouldn't have it around them. <laughs> no, uh, hold on a second. I don't think light's radiation. I know these right out that part. Oh, but the way you phrased it just made it sound like you think light bulbs are dangerous. <laughs> uh. I mean, you shouldn't touch them if they've been on for a while. That's yeah, no but good. they're not going to give you cancer. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. You got you. Fair enough. You got me. Um, so yes, they're producing radiant energy, uh, but they say that the power is actually being generated somewhere else. So these are just like remote things that that like shoot the energy out, but they get it from another place. I guess they're uh, stealth hotspots. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're they're Wi-Fi hotspots for stealth fields. Um, So, I mean, they still haven't exactly figured out that they're stealth, but they're like, what do these do? We then cut to Adam training. Um, So I looked looked this up uh, because I had like a vague recollection of this. Uh, There is a, so... um, uh, Adam Park's character is Korean, yeah. Uh, and there is a Korean sword dance tradition that is used both for, like, as part of martial arts and also just uh, uh, as like a display. It's called uh, Gumu, I think. G E O M M U. 
Um, and it, it's, yeah, you wear a special costume that usually has big, uh, like sleeves on it that accentuate your movements. Uh, the swords here have like flags on them. Um, well, I mean, they're they Kung Fu swords though. Like they're, bro- it's a Chinese broadsword. That's the thing though, is it's a Chinese broadsword. It doesn't look like any kind of Korean sword. So it's kind of a mix of different things. Um, I did it. I, I, well, I mean, it's a Kung Fu tournament, so I assumed he was just doing Kung Fu. But, right. Well, I mean, that's, that's. I just looked it up because I was curious because sure. I didn't know there was a Korean tradition of this. Um, so, yeah. Not I don't know. on this episode because Greg does a Korean, like, like he does Korean sword fighting. Oh, that's true. I should have. Well, <laughs> well, we'll get we'll get in touch with him. He, he's, but, he's but yeah. He's called Haidong Gumbo. Gumdo. Haidong Gumbo. As you, as you said, uh, uh, Luke, uh, go figure. It's it's a mishmash. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so we've got uh, Tanya uh, watching him up on this uh, this kind of cliff. And uh, for some reason, what happens next didn't strike me as weird when I was watching the episode. But now that we're talking about it, it's crazy. Because Sean, Tanya's ex-boyfriend... Uh, and his new girlfriend, Veronica, who, who appeared is a returning in a, character, I know, which is insane. What? She's Wait. from the episode Stop the Hate Master. She's from the episode where, uh, Tanya, no, Aisha, Aisha, sorry, was like trying to get into the popular girls click and she would not let her in. Uh, they brought her back for some reason, so basically they have the two shittiest prior one-note characters to hook up in the weirdest continuity bit ever on Power Rangers Great. for some reason. So yeah, if you don't remember, Sean and was, was the it one... It would also like make more sense if like Aisha was the one who dated Sean, and then this happened right. because... like. She had would have something with both characters. Well, as but you know, now it's just uh, Tanya's. Like, yeah, I know, I know what you're gonna say, but <laughs> uh, Tanya has always been the Yellow Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah mm-hmm. um, but yeah, for some reason, um, uh, so yeah, what I was gonna say is, it's not that's that's not the weird part. I mean, it is, but the really weird part is they're on the fucking cliffs at a beach. This is not like a pedestrian beach, really. <laughs> And, yeah. and Sean and Veronica just waltz around a rock and find Tanya and Adam. Well, see, this is this is Kung Fu Beach. This is where everyone goes to train Kung Fu. Because <laughs> even like Adam shows up and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I'm just using the train. It's, it's, it's like he's acting like he's using the gym and they'll go next or something. So this is Kung Fu Beach. You're not wrong because Sean <laughs> is here to train Kung Fu. So and I he guess makes, this- he makes fun of tanya for like oh what's next football because you know she was doing baseball and now she's doing kung fu which she isn't really and and he's doing that he's doing baseball and kung fu yeah like, but he's fun? not a girl yeah i think that's the implication is that like she's a girl so she can't do kung fu which is fucked up also i cannot pass over the part where uh, Tanya said, tells Veronica, it's nice to meet you. And she says, I'm sure it is, which is some mean girls ass <laughs> shit. Like, it's so awful. Um, I can't get over Adam getting off the top of the rock because it shows him exiting the rock to the right. And then about three seconds later, he comes in from Tanya's left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> well, he he just teleported down. Like, yeah, it does. You're right. It doesn't make any no, he, sense. He did like six sick flips off screen to right. get down there. <laughs> uh, he is also holding two big swords. While Sean threatens him, well, not threatens, but is just shitty to him. He's trying to intimidate him. Yeah, and he basically says, like, don't bother practicing. I've got a secret weapon, and I'm going to win the Kung Fu tournament. I can't wait to talk about that. (laughs) Um, And Adam's like, what secret weapon? And he says, if I told you, it wouldn't be a secret. Uh, And uh, Tanya says uh, Adam has his own secret weapon, which is honor, to which Veronica <laughs> rolls her eyes, and I don't Rightfully blame her. So, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's like a guy would have laughed at that if someone said that to me. It's a stupid thing <laughs> to say. Um, also, I will say in this scene, I don't know if they're trying to code Tanya as being into Adam, but she's not training. She's just standing off in the distance, staring at him, talking about how amazing it, it he is to herself. Yeah, well, they're best so, friends. They've kind of established since, yeah, like, Sean yeah, episode. That's true. You're not wrong. They do hang out together a lot. It's just there's a lot of wistfulness. Um, I mean, she calls him sweetie later on in the episode, too. So maybe they are dating. And we just it just it's, it's just like Tommy and Kimberly where it just happened and no one mentions it. I was gonna say, there's <laughs> at least as much uh, textual support there is for, like, Billy and Trini. Sure. <laughs> hey, uh, who's been on the last two episodes? Uh, I was on the Me? last one, but not the one before. Okay, I I great. On the last two. I've listened to them. Okay, good. I haven't gotten the chance to. Um, what the fuck is happening with Balkan Skull and Lieutenant Stone? Oh, <laughs> oh they quit oh. to become detectives. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Listen, <laughs> Lieutenant Stone got fired from the police force because of something that Bulk did. And then Bulk and Skull, in solidarity, also quit the police force. And then at the end of the episode, kind of someone's like, let's make a private eye agency together. Like, he invites okay. them to do it. Okay. Yeah, That's Jerome a- tells them that he's a huge Hollow Notes fan, and he's always been inspired by that one song of theirs. <laughs> <laughs> so they do have a private eyes... <laughs> I, uh, I guess the, the firm is called The Private Eyes. You. Have it, which, which is, is a not... Really, it's funny, but it's a really long name. It's not very <laughs> good. Yeah, I don't love it. Um, So, yeah. Eric, can you uh, auto-tune Zach so that he's doing like the right melody for Private Eyes when he says... Anytime he says those words. <laughs> I mean, I'll have to Google how to do that, but sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. We don't deserve you, Eric. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they... I love that in addition to just being in a detective agency, they also have to dress like 1930s private eyes. Now, all of a sudden... Yeah, well, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, Skull is wearing, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Suspenders, which I love. It's a good look for him. Uh, Lieutenant Stone, I, uh, apologies if you guys went over this, uh, he doesn't have a cigarette because he can't, so he just right. sucks on a lollipop all the time, which yeah, is very yeah. dumb, but, I mean, it's funny. <laughs> so, uh, basically, Lieutenant Stone says, um, trees have been mysteriously disappearing from Angel Grove National Forest. Uh, Skull says it's probably beavers, 
Which I still can't get over the idea that they would like follow Lieutenant Stone anywhere. I why would Lieutenant Stone hire them? They're why, terrible. Why would he hire them? Why would they want to work for him? They all hate each other. Like them quitting the police force isn't that weird, but because like they probably just are looking for an excuse. But like him asking them to join him is weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird all around. Uh. Uh, Bulk says, yes, beavers do have the motive, which is one of my favorite sentences, maybe ever. Um, but, uh, Lieutenant Stone says it's probably not beavers, which, like, honestly, I don't know, that's a pretty good guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> as far as guesses well, go. Like, he tells them to stop fooling around, I'm like, they're not fooling around, that's, like, their legitimate theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he tells them that their assignment is to go figure out what's, what's going on. Which, like, I wonder who hired them for this job? I guess the park, right? Yeah, I no, guess so. No, you know what it is? It's Lieutenant Stone being a weird nature pervert again. Oh, like with this, the flowers? Yeah, like he's, they're, stuff. They're, not, they're not getting paid for this one. This is a freebie. Yeah, okay. to fulfill his gross plant fetish. Fair enough. So, in this case, uh, we cut back to Adam who is continuing to do some sword practice. And again, Sean and Veronica are just on the beach staring at him, and it's really weird. Why are you guys here? Stop it. Kung Fu Beach. (laughs) I mean, it's where the competition is going to be. That's true. I forgot about that part. So, you know, they're training in the elements. Okay, fair enough. Um, But but literally, that's the scene. And then we cut back to Balkan Skull, who uh, are in, like, shitty ghillie suits and carrying their own, like, makeshift tree stand type things. Um, yeah. Some real Macbeth shit. Yes, yes. They're, they're dressed as the witches from Macbeth. Um, they find uh, 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 one of the cogs, uh, and they go to pick it up, and they immediately get captured by a bunch of cogs. The, yeah, to be clear, the- they, they picked up... One of the crazy, like, cog medallions and then cogs attacked. Not like they picked up a robot man. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be that weird, honestly, no. for them. I, that's but that's yes. why I needed to clarify to the listeners so they know what we're talking about. Uh, and then the monster for the episode shows up, whose name is Admiral Abominator, and his design is hilarious. He looks like Captain Crunch was a robot. Uh, and I kind of love it. Um... But yeah, he he's like, "Can I help you, gentlemen?" And uh, they they he throws them in the brig. Uh, so that's that. We cut back to yeah, he, the. He calls them. Um, uh, what do they call that? Like they they broke onto a ship kind of thing, and it's like, dude, you're not on a ship so just because you're just because you're a pirate man doesn't mean everything has to be doing with that shit. <laughs> Well, it's also he's an he's styled after like a British admiral, but he talks like a pirate, I guess, because that's just easier for kids. It makes more like it reads easier. Yes, uh, but yeah, um, they cut to the command center, uh, and uh, Billy is invisible. Whoa! Uh, and basically, he says the medallion is an invisibility shield. Well, you forgot to mention that, like, they tried to make a cliffhanger out of it where Billy disappears, cuts the commercial, they're back, like, where's Billy? And oh, it's, like, yes. obvious he was just cloaking himself, like. 
Just push the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those weird, like, for two seconds cliffhangers that Power Rangers likes to do sometimes. God, remember that cliffhanger where he stepped on his contact lens? That was the best one. Because <laughs> yeah, it was immediately it rectified. And then it was immediately not a problem. So, yeah, he says, yep, uh, the this is an invisibility shield, but there's a bunch of them. And Tommy says, oh, no, what if it falls into the wrong hands? And we cut to... The guy whose name I forget, Sean. Sean. <laughs> I forgot his name. Uh, he's and he's- okay, so let's talk about this now because we now see that he, his his plan, his secret weapon is to turn invisible. Yeah. In this kung fu tournament. <laughs> is it a good plan? That, how is that not immediately going to be like you cheated? You're out. I used, <laughs> I used my good kung fu to turn invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, that's the thing is like. <laughs> in a world where Power Rangers exist, you could be like, yeah, I kung fu really hard, and I turn yeah. invisible. You hawk a show. I hate how you're right. I hate that. <laughs> he says, wait, my uncle is reptile. I can explain. <laughs> There's nothing yes. here in the rule that says you can't use a technological cog to turn invisible. <laughs> well, well, I'm saying that he doesn't have to let anyone know that's how it's happening. No, I know. I know what you're saying. I just think also that would be funny. Yeah. Uh, Sean there probably is, isn't anything in the rules that says you can't use a magical cog to turn invisible. <laughs> that is probably true. Um, but yeah, all he, Sean has to say is, "Look, I'm able to turn invisible." One time, the Power Rangers fought a spinning wheel. Is it really that weird? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I have to. Okay, I'm sorry to do this. I need. I've. I've I gotta call Air Bud out. I'm pretty sure there's something in the rules that says a dog can't play basketball. I, I don't. Why? Why would they specify that? Because there's probably rules for what kind of people you're allowed to have on your team for like child labor law reasons. And it's gonna be like it has to be like for like the NBA, like it has to be a man aged this to this. Okay, Wait, to does be the fair NBA- though, they're not in the NBA. They're in I was a, gonna say, like does the a- Air Bud, does Air Bud take place in the NBA? No, I thought it's it was like never high seen the basketball. It's like an elementary school. Yeah, like, it's an elementary school, like, fucking basketball team. Okay, well, all right, if it's elementary mm. school, maybe, but even then, I would mm. imagine one of the rules says that it has to be someone who attends the school. Well, the dog can enroll. It's fine. No! Put him in classes. There's <laughs> definitely something in a rule book that says a dog can't go to school. Yeah, it's an emotional support animal. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I... I'm just glad you called out Air Bud for shit and not me. Th- so um yeah so at this point we cut back to bulk and skull who uh are in a um in a cage uh skull is playing on a harmonica badly because that's what you do when you're stuck in a cage and we get another continuity nod where bulk is like god i wish you would stick to the piano which is pretty good yeah i love that um, then we cut back to the, uh, command center and they are, uh, trying to figure out what these things are doing. Uh, they're able to use them to scan for what they're cloaking and see that it's a bunch of ships that they're building. Uh, so yeah, then Zordon says like, oh, he's building an armada. We've got to stop him. And again, <laughs> they have one. It's, Did, it's does Zordon so- not realize that the whole planet is blockaded? Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I hope that, like, 
five episodes from the end of the season, Zordon just uses the viewing globe to look out at space and goes, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> he just hasn't bothered. Zordon well, says, mean, if only we had some sort of weapon that could shoot things in space, but oh, well. Yeah. Well, yes. I was, I was going to say, there's there's a shot in this episode that suggests he won't ha- find anything in space when he does that. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, um, good point, Eric, because, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when it happens. Um, but yeah, they, they call Adam and Tanya to the command center, uh, to join everyone else. Um, they find that Bulk and Skull have been held captive, uh, and Kat says, like, how do those guys always get in the middle of this shit? (laughs) Which is pretty good. Um, uh, Tommy says... Hey, you said that uh, these things draw their power from a, another source. How can we do? Th- uh, how can we destroy it? And then Billy says, "Well, our disruptor ray may have that capability. It's definitely worth a shot." This is when we find out that the Power Rangers have a destructive laser that they can shoot all the way to the moon and have just <laughs> never mentioned it before. <laughs> well, they're not allowed to escalate, Zach. <laughs> what the? Fuck? Is that escalating when you have when your planet's blockaded? like i feel i know that zordon has a history of not telling the rangers shit until it's like way later than he should have like hey i made you new zords i've been working on it for a year sorry i didn't mention it but now billy's in on this shit like how long have we had this it's a classic case of someone like joining management and then siding with management. <laughs> exactly. Billy's- I mean, have they used the disruptor ray before? Because what about that one time that Zed tried to send out a message to the Aquatar dude and they blocked it with something? Uh, yeah, I think so. That could yeah. be disruptor ray. Yeah. So, um, he says, uh, Billy, get to working on that. Uh, the rest of you guys all have to go uh, save Balkan Skull. Uh, Tanya and they mentioned mentions- coordinates, right? Yes, because because Michael looked this up to see what the coordinates were. Well, and it was like ended up being in the middle of Egypt. Well, when did they mention the <laughs> coordinates? Oh, okay. Yes, I'm sorry, I missed that. When they go to scan for the field, uh, the the cloaking field, which is in Angel Grove Park, they mentioned coordinates, and uh, Mike, who could not be on the episode today, went ahead and looked up the coordinates for us, uh, and. It is 30 latitude, 25 longitude. Okay. Uh, which is in northwest Egypt, near oh. the border near the border of Libya. So Really? So we thought we were in California the entire time <laughs> we've been watching Power Rangers. <laughs> no, for the past few seasons we've known that they're in Africa. Because when they oh, drop off right. that monster that wants the Goonie Bird eggs, they drop it off in East Africa. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was so going to talk about that too. Here's some more. Uh, here's some more proof that that uh, the whole California thing is just bullshit. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, it's 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 New California. It's the last <laughs> city on Earth. Yeah, neo neo California. I can't. <laughs> I can't believe that they're making a new a uh, fucking live action. Um, uh, Akira movie, and they're just calling it Neo Los Angeles. Like, I mean, what else would they call it? I don't New know. York. Just so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Neo New York would be really hilarious. That would be really, really funny. I just Neo mean, New like, York. It, I mean, like, it, it'd be more comparative to Tokyo than Los Angeles, but yeah. Well, I just meant that it would be New New York. 
Neo New York is just. I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so Neo York. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, I guess we're in in uh, in Africa as we previously established. Uh, very quickly, Tanya is like, "We can't help right now. Adam's got a, about to win the competition. He's in the finals." And Tommy's just like, "It's okay. We'll kick the shit out of this monster. Don't even worry about it." <laughs> she says it's like the next match. Like he's up next, and they're like, "Yeah, I'll just leave." It's Which fine. is not true, also, because we see another match later that's before this. So. We, uh, no, yeah. that match was going the entire time. They left. Oh, sure. It was a really long match. <laughs> so the Rangers morph. Uh, they they teleport down to where Bulk and Skull are. Um, and <laughs> they kind of hilariously just throw the cage off of Bulk and Skull. Well, what I like is like, okay, like, like four of them grab one of them, but Rocky grabs one of them by himself and throws it away. Yeah, so I like the idea that Rocky's like really strong, but a, like a dumbass. Apparently, <laughs> well, I mean, it fits the archetype. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they wake up Bulk and Skull, uh, who had fallen asleep, and tell him, "You guys need to get the hell out of here," and they they run away. Um, we cut to Billy, who says, "Uh, uh." Set the beam to the following coordinates. Oh, that's where it is. So, yeah, there they give the coordinates. Um, but, yeah, then we uh, go ahead and... Th- okay, this is the, the line that drives me crazy. Um, essentially, Alpha says, hey, um, if we blow up the source, won't that cause all the, the little cogs to blow up? And, like, couldn't that potentially hurt someone? And... Billy says no, they would only that would only happen if they were actively being used to cloak something. So I have two problems with that. Mm. One, they are. Yeah. That's why you can't see the spaceships. So you're gonna just blow up most of the forest, I guess. Two, That's I fun. thought I thought they were setting up for Sean just like having to be last minute rescued from being exploded, but yeah. it never comes up, which is uh. crazy. Um so yeah, I totally thought Sean was going to explode. That's not what happens. Uh, they they go ahead and shoot this f- fucking, like, <laughs> it literally comes out of the top of the command center, that, like, little hole that's at the top of the command center building. It fills up the whole thing. They basically have a Death Star laser that they've yeah. never used before, <laughs> and they shoot it at the moon. Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. I, I mean... They couldn't have used it before. Why not? Because they... Remember the command center got destroyed, and, like, they technically are in the basement now when they go to the command center, but they left the above part, like, there? Yes, that's true. Yeah, so, like, they've only started building that laser relatively recently. Do you think the laser just takes up the whole top floor, and that's why they don't go up there anymore? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Sure, why not? Why are you so good at this? (laughs) 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 so they shoot the laser they shoot the laser up to the moon uh it goes down and and like hits the little antenna that uh that that the cog base has on the moon and then they say alpha's like great the invisibility grid is disappearing and then billy says it's working the destruction of the energy source is annihilating the ships. 
Which, like, oh, okay. So they blew up the energy source for the cloaking things, and then it destroyed an entire armada of ships hidden in the well, fucking forest? Well, you said they were going to blow up. You, you, well, you complained yeah. about that, but that's, that's well, how they destroyed the ships. What I'm saying is <laughs> that means that they've created a giant fucking crater where Angel Grove Forest used to be, and it's not addressed at all. Like, that's a huge explosion. Listen, it's a really big park. It's yeah, okay. it is, it is <laughs> an infinite park. Yeah, it's it's within the infinite space of the park. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, um, Ratchet is I mad. Mean, Go ahead. There is an answer. Okay. I mean, Indulgence the there. trees fell in the woods and no one was there to see them, so... <laughs> so it didn't happen? Now, I want to remind you that your phrasing was, there is an answer. That's an answer. I... Hmm... Guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but speaking of, we then cut back to the forest where everything seems fine, and the Power Rangers just fight some cogs for a while, and uh, also the pink great cat at one point. Like the whole, yes. the whole cogs are weak to water thing. Is to such a hilarious degree, like, I know that you don't want to mix electronics and water, I know, but she just throws a pail of water on one and he dies. Like, it's not a good, they're not a good design. (laughs) Um, I mean, to be fair, I spilled water on my keyboard yesterday and I had to buy a new one today because it broke. Yeah, but your cog is, or your keyboard is not a fighting machine. Like mm, you clearly haven't seen my blog. This <laughs> <laughs> keyboard kills fascists. Yep, wow, Luke. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. I okay. had some very cutting things to say about our Cheeto in Chief last night. Oh Jesus Christ. So uh <laughs> they fight the uh the uh Admiral guy for a little while. Um, whose name I've literally forgotten. I apologize. Commander and Cheeto would have been a funnier joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, great work. Um, he he, the- he chains up Cat, <laughs> and then and then she's like, save me, Tommy! Yeah, I don't love <laughs> and, that. And he's, uh, and he's like, he like cuts her, and then she does finish him off, which is cool. But Yeah, there, uh, the Admiral opens his chest to reveal he has a fucking Iron Maiden in there, which is kind of weird. That's pretty uh, cool. It's cool. He tries to crush her with it, and then, yeah, uh, Tommy cuts him with his saber, and then uh, uh, Cat finishes him off with her little spinny attack thing with the shield. Um, They then make uh, the Admiral big, and then ensues one of the most one-sided Zord fights we've had in quite some time, uh, because the Rangers just go ahead and summon... Go ahead. I do want to say that Orb- Orba says open wide, Admiral, implying that he is in fact feeding him metal milk. Yeah, he's ready for the metal milk to get big and strong. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, they go ahead and summon the Megazord and the Battlezord at the same time and really just kick the shit out of this guy. I don't think he n- hits either of them once. Like, the Battlezord beats the shit out of him. They then turn into the the mega battles, ultra mega battle. I don't know what it's called when they combine. I forget. The Zeo Mega Battle Zord. Thank you. And they they just blow the hell out of this robot. The whole thing takes about a minute. It's 
there's a lot of time left because they have to show a tournament fight. So <laughs> they, okay, they just... so after they blow it up, it cuts back to the moon base and there's no armada. The Power Rangers destroyed their entire armada with that oh disruptor beam. Oh my god, beam. you're right. They did. They didn't just makes... do the ones on Earth. All of them are gone. Well, good they laser really shot, over Billy. The machine army. Hey, Billy, <laughs> you probably should have done that before if you could do that. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It's such a quick shot. You're totally right. Yeah, there's nothing up there. And every time we see it, there's like tons of shit up there. Yep. So, like, <laughs> problem solved. No problems anymore. Uh, yeah, and then uh, King Mondo says, oh, they shank- sank my battleships. Uh, which. Really, again, we've mentioned it a couple times, but, like, King Mondo just doesn't seem to give a shit about right. anything. Now cause... and then he gets a little miffed that they lose so much, but then he remi- remembers, eh, I don't actually care. Yeah, because he's just <laughs> like, he says, Drat, they sank my battleships. They literally blew up presumably millions of cogs at once, and he's just right. like, oh, nerds. Like... <laughs> It just but, it does, but like we said, this was just a backup armada. I well, except no, because as Emily pointed out, the armada's yeah. gone from the moon base. Oh uh, well, so oh well. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he says like I'll get you next time, and then we cut to the Angel Grove Kung Fu Championship on the beach. We have as the Invisible Man with a uh, skull. Oh, yeah. I was gonna go with Dark Man. Dark man, yeah. So skull, no, it's bulk, right? Yeah, bulk is wrapped up in bandages. Uh, yeah, I don't remember at all. And I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but how does the Machine Empire ultimately lose? Do we remember? I no. don't remember. Uh, Simon implied that it actually does have something to do with King Mondo being kind of lazy, but okay. I don't remember. I just because I remember as a kid, like the thing I wanted was for the Power Rangers to go to the moon and, like, Zed would get big or something, you know? Yeah. And that just doesn't happen. I wonder if well, we get something like that with the machines. Well, I know at the end of, uh... At the end of the Zordon stuff, basically, there is, like, a full-on aliens invade Earth... Sure. ...sequence. But that, that's multiple arcs from now. Right. But, but I don't remember what happens with the Machine Empire. Yeah. Um... So Bulk is dressed up as the Invisible Man, uh, apparently because he got a bunch of poison ivy. Uh, oh, he, so, he says that straight up. He says his his ghillie suit was made of poison ivy. Yeah, his he wrapped himself in poison ivy. Skull uh, then says, "We did, in fact, but we did uncover a prison in the forest, man-made by monsters, which is a weird phrasing." Um, says they were held captive and that they escaped by pure brute force. Which uh, Lieutenant Stone says you uh, sometimes you guys impress me, and he, I I guess he's f- okay with that answer, which didn't I mean, answer the trees thing at all, really. But <laughs> I mean, at some point you've gotta like, I guess he's finally believes in monsters. This this so far has been a thing where like they he gives both of cases, those cases don't get solved by the end of the episode, and nobody cares. Yeah, like in the last episode, it was like here's like some people who've been there's people scamming people with fake record deals, and yeah. then like they they track down they like investigate this one like uh, producer and he's not a bad guy, 
And that's it. They yeah. don't find the actual people who did anything. So because that's this is not a private investigation operation. Lieutenant Stone just having a midlife crisis, a mental breakdown after he was fired, and he's yeah, dragging these two down with him. Yeah, he's just got a bunch of money saved up from, like, severance. No, he doesn't! That's the thing! Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> this is gonna go very bad very soon. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, but yeah, he's, it, he's at the very least bad at follow-through. It's like, okay, here's the case. A thing happened. Great. Good job, everyone. <laughs> right. Because well, this one, he's like, oh, yeah, of course you guys fucked it up. <laughs> My kids don't call me anymore. <laughs> um, so then we cut to Sean, and this is the part that loses me in this episode, because Veronica is like, I know you can win, especially since you got that secret weapon. Okay. And sh- Go ahead. I can explain this, because what happens is he goes like, oh, I'm not going to use it. I'm going to fight with honor, right? Mm-hmm. They, like, just because his, like, it, his didn't explode, but it doesn't work anymore either. So he just he, tried using it before going into the match, and now we're making right. some bullshit reason as to why he's putting it away. Oh, like, you think he's like, I'm, I, well, this doesn't work, but I need to pose like I'm doing this on purpose, so I yeah, look Yeah, absolutely. I see. This guy sucks, and I don't, I don't, I do not buy his face turn here at all. Oh, see, I do because I think that's what actually uh, Adam's secret weapon was when they said it was honor. It was just shaming him into not cheating. Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, fine. I get. Fuck. All right. The other thing about it is Sean's good. Like this fight is not. It's not like Sean gets the crap crap kicked out of him. It is. uh, I really wish it was though. Because I hate Sean. <laughs> yeah, I mean Sean sucks. So it's a three-point karate, uh, or sorry, kung fu competition, and they basically show like a three-minute match. Because and it made me remember that a lot of episodes used to end this way. <laughs> yeah, that they, wasn't that uncommon. Yeah, and then they kind of stopped doing it. Uh, it's also fun to watch. Like. It doesn't have anything to do with anything, really, but it's fun, so, like, I enjoy it. It's all right. Um, there's a lot of, you know, cool moves going on here. It's it's a good time. Um, finally, Adam does win the last uh, last point, and uh, they, they bow and are dismissed, and everybody goes nuts and runs over to Adam and says, congratulations. Uh, I also really like Tanya's outfit. In this, uh, yeah, this part, good. she's got a jean jacket with like a little flower emblem on, or a couple flower emblems on the pockets, and she's got like some cool little square sunglasses. Orange, uh, or, I mean, a yellow turtleneck. Yeah, good. well, of course. Uh, but yeah, I like it. Anyway, she's like, You did such a great job, and gives him a big hug. And then Sean comes over, and uh, Adam says, like, Great match. And Sean's like, I'm sorry about everything. Yeah, I really don't like this. I. Yeah, because like we were, we were really happy that like they had shown the lesson of like sometimes people just suck and you need to right, because talk so, to people out of your life. And now he's just not toxic anymore. So right, because Sean mm. was in three episodes. At the first one, he like apologized, and it was like a it was what they always do basically. And then yeah. he was in another one where it's like, oh no, he sucks, and that's okay to like not to move on from people who suck. And now he's just apologizes again. And Tanya gives him a hug, and I think this is the last appearance of Sean. So, that's kind of a bummer. Um, I don't think they... Like, 
he just decides to be good out of kind of nowhere after sure. being super shitty. It's not out of character for Power Rangers, but it sucks after last time there, we thought they handled it. There's a part where Sean and Tanya hug for like a half second, and Adam's like, "Okay, break it up." It's also it's one of, weird. It's definitely <laughs> one of those side hugs where you're like, "I don't want to touch the, this person that much." <laughs> but it's just weird so, that Adam like immediately breaks it up after like a split second of them hugging. Like, <laughs> uh, Adam's jealous. It, does it, I mean, like, again, she called him like sweetie. Before the fight, and now this is happening. I don't. Maybe they are dating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. So, so that's the episode. It's pretty fun. Uh, we got some some cool like martial arts action in that we don't see as much of anymore, which is always fun. Uh, we discovered that Billy is definitely a mad scientist in the fucking guild of calamitous intent or whatever and just keep that part of his life <laughs> secret from everybody else because he has a giant laser uh i mean yeah it's fun in his off time he's just like um threatening countries and <laughs> getting yeah. them to pay him lots of money what is billy's super villain identity i don't know I don't okay know <laughs> luke you're usually so good at that kind of thing <laughs> Fair enough. Um, All he needs is Professor Cranston. Just, that's Professor it. Cranston is actually a like that kind of works. You don't really need much else yeah. other than that. Um, so yeah, that's Billy the episode. Cram's ton of evil into the world. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was trying not to go there. <laughs> what do you think Brian Cranston feels about that Cram's ton joke? <laughs> he loved it because it's his name. I mean, <laughs> I mean, do you think that Brian Cranston watched that movie? Mm, fair point. <laughs> I like. Well, yeah, I mean, he's in that movie, isn't he? Yes, he yeah. is. That's why. But do you think he watched it? I think he went to a premiere. Yeah. Also, <sighs> he probably read the script. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. He said, hey, can we talk about this joke about my last name? And then they showed him how much they're going to pay him. And he said, hey, good talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. There you go. Uh, so I've got a couple um, uh, a couple emails uh, yeah. from, from listeners. And uh, the first one is from Ton. And he has a uh, some, some pedantry, he says. Okay. Uh, Forgive me for being pedantic. The machine empire. No. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. If you have a question for us, send it to us at Teens with Dude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or Teens with Dude at gmail.com. Okay. Forgive me for being pedantic. But, Still no. But the machine empire is not on the moon. In the episode where Billy comes home from Aquatar, Zordon and Tommy state that Billy's ship was headed towards their sky base. So I guess the phrase is now we cut to the sky base. There you go. See, Tom, I've tr- I've tried to argue this, but it's on the moon. Like we saw it's, it on the moon. That's where no, it tranquility is. base Billy, is still on the moon. Billy shoots a laser at the moon and hits the giant castle. Yes, thank thank you, Eric. You can call it whatever you want. It's on the friggin' moon. <laughs> I can't wait till next season when there's going to be no ambiguity. It's going to be we cut to the submarine. Yes, thank you. But yes, like I get it. I I understand that people want it to differentiate it, but. It's on the moon. It's it is bigger than the moon, though. It's more than the moon. Yes, they have other stuff. It should be we cut to the blockade or whatever. Okay, that's 
fine. Uh, Tarn then asks, anyway, We're not going to the... do it, though, because Zach will forget by next episode. <laughs> Lexi will get mad if we do it. <laughs> Says, anyway, what's the best restaurant you've ever eaten at? There you go. <laughs> Just uh, the Soup Spoon Cafe in Lansing. If you come, I will take you and I will buy you a bread pudding for dessert. It is delicious. Ooh, there you go. Take uh, Take Eric up on that. The Soup Spoon? Is that what you said? It's that delicious. Sounds, that sounds good. I went to a uh, ramen place in Calgary once, and that was really good. That's Do you remember what it was called? Of. No. <laughs> well, just Google ramen Calgary and then go I'm sure there. it's the only one, right? I don't know how <laughs> common ramen places are in Canada. I couldn't I think Calgary's you. a big city is all. Yeah. So. Fair yeah. enough. Luke? I've never had like real ramen before. I just went I to my first good. first ramen restaurant yeah, ever. I know you have, Emily. <laughs> you just <laughs> said you did. <laughs> I just went to my first ramen restaurant ever in uh, uh, in Tampa while I was down there for work, and it wasn't very good, which was a huge bummer. <laughs> mm. Maybe it's had bad stuff. Cause this I probably stuff did. I know that ramen is supposed to be awesome, so I have to well, imagine it just But also, wasn't. it's Zach, so it might just be that it was perfectly fine Well, I made ramen. homemade ramen that I really liked. Uh-huh. And so... Um, this God. one had, like, it was a pork one, and the pork just, like, fucking melted in your mouth. It was so oh, fucking yeah. tasty. That sounds good. Uh, I'm a big fan of, like, Brazilian steakhouse places. Oh, yeah. Those are Yeah, those hard. rule. Yeah. Here, have steak until you can't move. Yep. Go. Uh-huh. <laughs> just people walking around with skewers of random meats. Eat this, eat this steak off a sword. Go. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Here's a sword with half a pig on it. Take yeah. chunk. Those places are rad. Um, yeah. It sounds cool. Oh, okay, wait, can I include medieval times? Does yes, that count? <laughs> medieval I, I, times I mean, I loved medieval times when I went, but the food wasn't amazing. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Zach, have you been to medieval times? I have been to medieval times. Okay, I was... Wait, you said you have? Yeah, I have. How is it possible that everybody on this call has been to medieval times? <laughs> well, there's a bunch of them. There's not just one. <laughs> no, I know, but still... See, I had the luxury of being near one when I lived in Texas, so yeah. I think a few times as class trips we went. Wait, hold on. Did you live in Dallas? Uh, DFW. I was in North Richland Hills. I think we went to the same medieval times! <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, go. we've probably been to the same Six Flags. and I haven't uh, been to the Six Flags, but I know Herbert. that Six Flags. There you go. Um, Adorable. I, I went on, on a trip to Toronto because my mom got like a bunch of inheritance and she wanted to show us where she grew up and there's medieval times in Toronto so I was like let's go I want to fucking go <laughs> I went as part and of we a went. It was awesome. band trip uh, in high school I got the pit uh, of and the, some of the people in the band uh, chanted blue power to uh, to cheer on the blue night, which made me very uncomfortable as a yeah. child. Wow. And, and now I would imagine would probably have been shut down, I hope, but at the time was not, which is oh, upsetting. Wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the main thing I was, when we, because I went with uh, Chelsea uh, about a year ago, maybe a little more than a year. Uh, and the main thing that really jumped out at me was that, like, they have a falcon come out, and they do, like, falconry yeah. tricks. I got to pet the falcon on mine. That's very cool. Um, it did just occur to me, though, that, like, man, it takes that falcon 
seeing a nice shiny eyeball one time for this to go really bad. <laughs> it goes so bad so fast. Yeah. I mean, it's trained. They are trained well. No, it's trained. That's why it doesn't happen. But like, there's a. Rap- it's still a. It's still a bird of prey. There's like, a raptor rehabilitation uh, facility about an hour from Charleston. Yeah. Um, and it's really fucking cool. First of all, that, that seems uh, like it'd be cool. There's yeah. a lot of uh, like owls and and you know hawks and eagles and stuff. And they do demonstrations, and they always tell you to take off anything shiny you might be wearing before yeah, before you do, they do it. And I have to imagine that that's because one time it went bad. <laughs> so, right. yeah. Or we just knew because they, like, well, understand yes, raptors. Or that, <laughs> but I like mine more. Uh, okay. But yes, totally. You, you like the idea that someone was mauled by a uh, raptor. I mean, kind of. You enjoy imagining person. violence on your fellow man. I, uh, by the way, an owl flying past I mean, you, do you like is Mortal Kombat, so. basically <laughs> the scariest thing imaginable. Yeah. Uh, cause they big and they don't make noise and it yeah. shouldn't be. Uh, anyway, um, I live in Charleston, South Carolina. There's a bunch of really good restaurants. The best one I've been to is called Husk. Uh, it's, I've been on some different food network shows, but also the thing I'm most proud of ha- having lived here is that I often go to the, uh, Waffle House that's on the Charleston episode of the Anthony Bourdain show when he came here and they went, they got really hammered and went to the waffle house. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have one more email. Uh, our friend, uh, our friend Joe, uh, who's been on the show before, uh, wrote in and I lost it. There it is. Okay. Uh, he is answering a question that Mike uh, asked on episode 183. Are there any established instances of someone being raised by the dead? There are many cases of ghosts or super, ghostly or supernatural parental guardian Wait, figures raising living mortal children. You ready? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Wait, now, hold on. Is this folklore or is this... Well, being alleged as real. I mean, I mean this, a is, this is I think Joe, he our friend know. who's a Ghostbuster, so I believe that this okay. is all accurate, real things that have happened. All right. In 1988, in Winter River, Connecticut, Lydia Dietz was adopted by goats, the ghosts of oh, Barbara and Adam Maitland after her family moved into the house they were haunting. Just no, doing like a fun No movie. doubt doing a better job than her human parents. In 1995, in Friendship, Maine, Cat Harvey, another teenage girl, gained what were effectively three adoptive uncles when her widowed father moved them into the Whipstaff Manor in Maine after oh being God. hired to exercise the house of ghosts for the property owners. Rather than the ghosts of humans ousting each other, Cat befriended a child ghost named Casper, who yeah. also haunted the manor. In the end, the five did become sort of a blended family. I'm sure there are more examples, but these are the most notable I could come up with on the spot. Also, Casper becomes like... A, a boy her age and dances with her and it's and then they weird. kiss which is <laughs> weird because that guy's dead <laughs> also he goes back to being an eight-year-old two seconds later yeah <laughs> uh to answer zach's query about slimer also known as the sedgwick ghost onion head due to the bad smell or sometimes simply the green guy this entity was never its own person that is a question i did have and was yeah. very curious about 
Slimer, as far as we can put together, was the result of a doomsday cult trying to summon a hungry, insatiable spirit to devour the world. Not unlike Pudgy Pig. These cultists botched the ritual somehow, resulting in this green, gluttonous glob of ectoplasm that is constantly hungry but has no way to digest or metabolize the food it eats, which, uh, and this is my editorialization, that sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, so there you go. Wait, but the food doesn't fall through Slimer. Wouldn't that just mean Slimer's full all the time? Uh, like his tummy gets filled up well, if he can't he digest says the food. Everything gets chewed up and falls out through his semi-solid form or gets stuck oh, in the okay. slime, rotting and congealing. Oh, I see. I doubt Slimer would be a great adoptive dad, but I think he'd do his best. The biggest danger would be making him responsible for feeding a developing child, as this would end in inevitable malnutrition. <laughs> So. I mean, plus side though, <laughs> ecto cooler at every lunch. <laughs> well, now, do you think that Slimer buys the ecto cooler or makes the ecto cooler out of his I, body? <laughs> I think. Are you asking me if Slimer lactates ecto cooler? Because yes, I do. <laughs> what? I mean, it's the ghost equivalent of metal milk, right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, listen, if this is the road we're going down. Yeah. If, if Teenagers with Attitude Zio is going to be about unconventional lactation, <laughs> then fine. I guess let me step my game up. I think we have you our can, ep- you know, enjoy a nice big glass of Slimer lactation. Nog. Oh, God. I did love say, that sentence. Did you say <laughs> Slimer Nog? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so, uh, does, let's see. Uh, Luke, do you have anything you'd like to plug as we wrap up the episode here? <sighs> Yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that do on AudioEntropy.com, like uh, Totally Reprise, Let's Place, other ones. Who knows? Uh, I, I GM uh, an RPG that we stream on, I think it's going to be Friday nights for the foreseeable future, uh, called Silver Pines. Woo! Emily plays in it. Mike plays in it. You can find that at bit.ly slash silverpines. That'll be a fun times. Uh, okay. that's, that's about does it. That rhymed. <laughs> Emily, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, you can get me on Twitter at this is Emeralds. Uh, there you go. That's about it. <laughs> uh, and uh, Eric, you had something you wanted to talk about. Yes. Yeah, so I carefully timed my appearance. Because in just a few days from this going live is going to be the start of the first sumo tournament of the new imperial era in Japan. Some of the big storylines going on is that the greatest sumo wrestler of all time, Hakuho, uh, at the end of the last tournament, in the very last match that he won to give him a perfect record, he tore a muscle in his arm. Oh, jeez. He elected to forego surgery, oh, which God. a lot of people think is a terrible idea. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> because if he got surgery, then he definitely wouldn't be able to, to compete in this one. And he was very adamant about wanting to win the last tournament of the previous era, and the first tournament of the new era. Okay. Uh, he has pretty much every record in the book, so, you know, he has to kind of find his own fun. Sure, yeah, I get it. Uh, and I am also delighted because a 
sumo wrestler named Enho, who is one of Hakuho's protégés, is going to be debuting in the top division. And he is about five foot six and maybe 200 pounds. Oh man, that's so, so he's small. Basically, he's a little sumo pixie <laughs> uh, that everybody loves. Yeah, that's awesome. And because he is so tiny, he has to be incredibly technically skilled. So seeing him take down a guy that is, you know, a foot taller than him and 200 pounds heavier than him is just so much fun to watch. That's awesome. And uh, and where can people listen to you talk about and watch it with y'all? <laughs> uh, you can watch along. It's going to be every night from May 12th to, I want to say, the 26th. Okay. Starting May 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern on Rabbit. R-A-B-B dot I-T slash Daboon Rules, D-A-M-O-O-N-R-U-L-Z. And you can listen to Frankie and I talk about sumo on the podcast Basho and Tell. Awesome. And I'm going to oh, be... Sorry, real quick. I, I forgot to plug it because I always forget to plug it. Okay. You can also, on the BakaCast, the anime podcast, what we got, we do a sub... They do a sub podcast that I guest on called JoJo's Bizarre Rewatch where we talk about... Right now we're talking about, you know, Jean de Giovanna's Golden Wind. There you go. Cool. So do do do, do that also. But yeah, I'm excited about the, the Basho because I watched a little bit of it last oh. time and it was a lot of fun. And Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, mid-sumo talk. I it's sumo talk it's fine. Done. Don't worry about it. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm excited to watch some more. I didn't... This is kind of aside those things and then we'll wrap up. I didn't understand how important the era was the the imp- uh, the imperial era was to like everything in Japan cuz i have heard my whole life about them talking about like the Shawa era and and the Hisei era and stuff i'm pro- i'm sure i got those those pronunciations wrong in terms of Showa like and Heisei Heisei thank you in terms of like you know Godzilla movies or Toku or stuff like that but I didn't realize that, like, that's kind of how they mark big sections of time. So, like, the Toku uh, Toku Twitter, you know, the people who follow Common Rider and, and all that stuff, put out a, have all been putting out, like, this is the end of this era and we're ready to welcome the heroes of the next one. And it's just, like, I didn't know that was that big of a, of a thing. Oh, yeah. So, they use it on official documents. Yeah. So, like, last year would have been Rewa, or... Uh, Heisei 30. And we are starting Reiwa 1. Yeah, so that's like kind of exciting as someone who even follows, you know, Toku kind of tangentially is like them them marking it as like a new era of of, of stuff. So that's cool. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure the first uh, uh, ter- Basho will be cool. And I got so many of the words that I just said, I said them all wrong. So anyway, for me... Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla. I'm I'm posting a lot about Mortal Kombat right now. Yeah, I I've been playing it a lot. It's very good. A couple of people asked me on Twitter how, what I think about it. I think it's good. I think the micro and the not microtransaction stuff even even. I just think the they fucked up the economy. So yes, I agree about that. Everything else I'm enjoying other than <sighs> turfs. Uh, anyway, so. 
for Teenagers with Attitude. Uh, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I've been Emily. I've been Eric. And may the power protect you always. Always.